recording now. It should give us the clicker here, the time. Yep, there we go. All right, guys. This is Vince from Sports and Stuff. Got my friend Paul on. We're going to talk NFL futures, AFC specifically in this episode. Going to do a deep dive here. Paul knows a lot about the NFL. I figured with his knowledge, I'd like to bring him on and uh, kind of pick his brain, talk some futures, give you all some good betting tips and advice for the upcoming season. Very exciting season ahead. All right. Let's do that video thing. All right. So, Paul, why don't you lead us off at the AFC East and give us some rationale for why we're starting there. Why why are we doing AFC East first? Because I want to get the hard one out of the way first, basically. (laughs) So I think that the AFC East is the toughest division to bet. Um, It's got Bills, Dolphins, Jets as the favorites in it. Um, Buffalo's favored right now. I took a bet on Miami to win it just because I like the longer odds. But now I'm questioning that with Jalen Ramsey getting hurt. But um, (laughs) Injuries, man. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. So I guess I'll go team by team on some bets and fancy things that I like about them. Um, for the Bills, the Stefan Diggs is plus 3,000 to win Offensive Player of the Year, which just last week was plus 2,200. So I guess they're taking into effect all the, um, I guess, drama with Diggs and Allen on that, making the price a little bit better for us. Yeah, but I thought um, that happened like – weeks ago i'm surprised now the odds just changed on that yeah i don't know but i'll take it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean hey more money so digs to win offensive player of the year and also i like digs to lead in receiving yards now when i say i don't like them that doesn't mean necessarily mean i'm gonna bet it because i also like other things for these categories like garrett wilson tyreek hill things to lead as well i just like these odds and i think their chances are higher than most receivers or running backs in the cases that they are. Um, but Diggs is plus 2,000 to lead in receiving yards, and I think that they got T- Dalton Kincaid in there at tight end from the first round this year. I don't think that's going to be, I guess, too profitable for them immediately. I think tight ends take longer to develop. Yeah. Um, no, I but guess. I think I just don't like their weapons all that much outside of Diggs. And um, with that division now being so tough, I see a lot more shootouts. And I mean, they already sling it around a lot, but I think, especially now that that division is tougher, they're going to be in a lot more challenging games, forcing them to throw more, which leads to more catches and yards for digs, in my opinion. Yeah. So we got Buffalo plus 120 to win the division. We have digs plus 3,000 up from plus 2,200 in recent weeks to win Offensive Player of the Year. Digs plus 2,000 to lead in receiving yards for the league. I mean, it, it makes sense as we're going through this, too. Like, it's a pass-happy league. There's been the drama with the running backs. They feel like they're not worthy. They're not valued enough as they should be. But where the league's headed, the receivers and the quarterbacks get all the flair and the flash because they're getting all the offensive production. So that's why we're going to prov- be providing you with a lot of receivers on these 
uh, future picks. So you can keep going, Paul. All right. Well, um, so one that I forgot to put on here. So Josh Allen is, I think, second in the MVP odds right now behind Mahomes. I'm baiting that a little bit, not because I don't like Allen, but I think there's a lot better quarterbacks whose chances I like better to win it over him this year, which is why he's not on here. Lamar. <laughs> he's one of them. He's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a long shot for the Bills that I like is Damian Harris to lead the league in rushing touchdowns. So wait, Damian Harris I, is on the Bills? He's on the Bills now. I yep. totally forgot about that. <laughs> yep. They got rid of Singletary, who went to Houston, and That's now right. they got yeah. James Cook and Damian Harris. So Damian Harris two years ago, I think it was two years ago. What about Naheem Hines? Is he still there? Uh if he is, that doesn't affect him. <laughs> I don't think he's anything to worry about. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, keep going. But Harris led the league in rushing, I think it was two or three years ago, and now he's on one of the more higher-scoring offenses in the league. And I don't think Buffalo wants to keep having Allen run it as much as he does near the goal line. I think they brought him in to be the goal line back, and he's 25 pounds heavier than James Cook. So I think he's the top option to be the goal line back in one of the best offenses in the league. Yeah. Um, and I think the sports books are catching on to that because last, I think it was a week or two ago, this was at plus 10,000. So they cut it in half now, plus 5,000. Wow. Yeah. And plus James Cook, to your point, he's like a nickelback. You know, he can definitely hit the hole a lot faster than Damian Harris. Um and he can catch the ball better out of the backfield. I mean, Damian Harris isn't a bad catching back necessarily. I mean, you look at what he did in New England, but yeah. he definitely got the load on him. So there'll be hopefully, if, if if I were a Bills fan, I'd be hoping they'd be using Damian Harris and not Josh Allen to take as many blows. So yep, yep, yeah. No, that's a good that's a good uh, good take there. All right, so we'll move on to the Jets, who are plus two seventy to win the division, and. I just I just can't pick this division. Miami, Jets, <laughs> Buffalo, they're all they're all too close to me. Yeah. Um, can't believe that Garrett, you're saying the Jets. I can't believe it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but Garrett Wilson plus three thousand to win offensive player of the year and plus two thousand to lead in receiving yards. I think he won rookie of the year last year with who? Zach Wilson and was it Mike White? Something like that. Yeah. I, when I first read your sheet, I when it said Wilson not went offensive player of the year, I thought it was Zach. I'm like, wait, what are we doing here? <laughs> oh <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. So I think Rogers tends to lock into his favorite target, and I think Wilson is so much better than every other receiver on that team. It's definitely going to lead to more yards and points for Wilson. I I like him as probably a top seven. Wide out? Oh, I'm sorry. I would take him around seventh or eighth wide out in fantasy, too. I think he's going to have a big year. Oh, I mean, um, he had a big year last year with less talented quarterbacks. So, yeah, absolutely. He's going to capitalize for with sure. nobody's. Yeah. Can only go up, I think. Exactly. For another one. So, Saul Gardner won defensive rookie of the year last year, and he's one of the top choices for defensive player of the year this year. I don't 
see that happening for him. I, just now, I think people are going to throw away from him. If you're going to win defensive player of the year, you have to have at least as a defensive back, you have to have picks. And you're not yeah, going to get be that. Very shocking to get passes defended as a stat to be the reason why you win defensive yeah. player of the year. No, defensive player of the year is a usually a sack award. You have to lead the league in sacks to get that. Um, which leads me to my next, my long shot on the Jets, or one of my favorite long shots in general, Quinn and Williams. It's plus 3,000 to win Defensive Player of the Year. Last year, he made the top 10 in voting. Um, he got 12 sacks from the defensive tackle position and had a plus 90 PFF grade, which is very similar to the stats that Aaron Donald used to put up. Um, he's but young and standing, I think, that one's a little bit more of a long shot, but defensive tackle doesn't get as much sacks as the ends, but I think he's got a sh good shot of anybody on the middle of the line. What year is uh, Quinnen Williams in with the Jets? Because he's, he's out of Alabama, right? I Pretty think sure. so. Yeah. He's it's second or third for him, I believe. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's definitely, he definitely had a lot of um, potential and that was everyone loved that pick when they drafted him. So mm -hmm. we'll see. I mean, Plus 3,000, it's not – I mean, it's still pretty low odds to win, but it's definitely yeah. better than, like, a plus 10,000, plus 5,000 Damian Harris to lead a league in Russian touchdowns, <laughs> for example. So. Yeah, less of a long shot. I think the leader right now for Defensive Player of the Year is either Michael Parsons or Miles Garrett around plus six or 700. So you can get a lot more money if this Quinn and Williams one hits, but – that's why they're long shots. Not yep. as likely to happen. Correct. All right, let's get to uh, looks like Miami here. Miami is plus 300 to win division. Um, I was surprised to see that line didn't change at all after the Ramsey injury. Um, I think, that, like I said, that was one of the best that I did take for Miami to win it. I think they have one of the best offenses in the league, and then their defense got way better with the addition of Ramsey, but now that kind of throws things into question there for me. Which is why um, this is the hardest division in the AFC, at least a bet. Yes, These teams are yes so it tight. is. Yeah. That makes There's sense. a lot going on there. Uh, for a player bet, Tyreek Hill plus 2,000 to win Offensive Player of the Year and plus 900 to lead in receiving yards. He hit 1,700 yards last year with his quarterback missing four games. So I think if we can get a full year of uh, Tua fully healthy, and he said he wants to hit 2,000, and that's probably not going to happen. But if anyone were to do it, I would say it would be either him or Justin Jefferson. I mean, heck, you have two you have two guys on the same team who could potentially go each for 1,300-plus yards with yeah. Waddle and I mean, Tyreek. I mean, yeah. put up 1,700 yards. Good. You, you, you got to think, though, because Tua doesn't throw the ball deep all that often because he doesn't have the strongest arm. But what they're really good at is a lot of those crossing routes or a lot of these, like, designed screens where they can accrue a ton of yards after the catch because of how fast they are. So, Yep. Super, super fast team. Running it's a bold too. statement, though. 2,000 yards plus. We'll see. I Yeah. I, wouldn't, I don't know if that's going to happen, but... Yeah. If anybody were going to do it, he's one of the top choices. Uh, another one I like, Mike McDaniel, plus 1,800 for coach of the year. 
with as much talent as this team has and these all these different personalities, I think if he can get all these guys to work well together, he's going to get a lot of the credit for that. And he's already a pretty well-known coach for his, his schemes, and he's the media darling. So I was going to say he's also a bizarre individual, but he's also hilarious. Yeah, he, he gets the attention of a lot of people, which a lot of these <laughs> awards are narrative-driven. You have to be liked. Like Even if someone like the Sean Watson goes out there and throws for 10,000 yards, he's probably still not going to get MVP just because people don't like him. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. Yikes. So glad I'm not a Browns fan. That's brutal. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, that's coming. Long shot bet from the Dolphins. Jalen Phillips, plus 5,000 for Defensive Player of the Year. He was fifth in the NFL in pressure rate last year behind only Miles Garrett, Michael Parsons, Nick Bosa, and Max Crosby. So oh, wow. he's in there with all the heavy hitters um, as far as pressures. So that's he a turns right loose. there. Yeah. If he turns more of those pressures into sacks, I think that could be a real sleeper for a defensive player of the year. No doubt. All right. So plus 5,000. That is a long shot, but you know what? When, you have, yeah. when you're in the same company as uh, what Paul just mentioned, Garrett Parsons, Bosa, and Crosby, that's not too shabby. Nope. Uh, this one will probably be the shortest – when we talk I'm about seeing, I am seeing that. <laughs> All right, New the England. Patriots. Patriots are plus 800 to win the division. Um, I don't really want to take a whole lot of bets on them other than them to get last place. I think that's a guarantee at minus 120. Um, another, not a bet, but since we're talking fantasy too, I think Ramondre Stevenson could be a top five running back this year. And I've seen him go month ago he was going in the fourth round now you're lucky to get him in the before the third round i think he's really going up the draft board too well and i think honestly even though it's minus 120 so for those who don't understand betting minus meaning it's more likely to happen the less money you win when you bet versus plus and you give a number less likely to happen you win more money than you bet however minus 120 means you still are going to win a decent amount of money, even though you're not going to win as much as you put in. But I'm with Paul. Considering how top-heavy the AFC East is with those other three teams we just talked about, the Dolphins, the Jets, the Bills, Patriots, minus 120 to win last place, I, I'd put that as a lock, too. Like, you're going to win money. So yeah. if you bet a decent amount. I think it will take a lot. It will take a lot for them not to get last, I think. Yeah. I think that's a solid bet. You don't need to overthink this one. I think that's the easiest bet out of the whole division. <laughs> out of everything else yeah. we talked about. Agreed. Yeah. All right, Paul, what do we got next? Next up, we got the AFC North. Um, this Let's is go, money. Ravens. Woo! <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's if, right. You, if you were watching, Paul and I both have our respective Ravens memorabilia in the background. We're homers. We're homers. Yes. <laughs> Well, we are homers, but I, I like to think that we're both pretty objective when it comes to analyzing who's good and who's not. But anyway, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, you have to be. You can't just go into fantasy or betting just thinking I'm going to bet on my team for everything. You're not. It's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, unless you're an Orioles fan, which is what I've been doing a lot this year, and it's been pretty successful. Go. So, but anyway, yeah. I digress. All right, so 
Oh, I forgot to mention in the on the last one. For any team in the AFC East to win the Super Bowl, it's plus 380. So that's a, a nice bet if you don't want to pick a certain team. For the AFC North, it's plus 500 for any of these teams to win the Super Bowl. That's one that I haven't taken yet but have strongly considered. I think Cincinnati has been closed every year and could easily get there this year. Baltimore, they could easily do it. Cleveland, I think, is underrated, although not for long. A lot of their odds have been getting worse for betters because people are picking up on Cleveland being probably better this year. Um, but anyway, so Cincinnati's plus 150 to win the division. And Burrow is plus 750 to win MVP and plus 900 to lead the league in passing yards. I think Burrow to win MVP, I have taken that bet. Um, but I've taken that on Lamar, too. I have a couple of bets in there for MVP. Burrow, I think, has the best weapons, probably maybe not just the division, but also the conference with Chase, Higgins, Mixon. Um, they got a new tight end there. I forgot his name. Tyler Boyd's still there. He's got all the weapons in the world. I've always said from the beginning, his receiving core, in my opinion, is even the best in the NFL. It is. Yeah. I mean, Boyd, Higgins, and Chase are all number one receivers on any team you put them on. And the fact that they're all on the same team. I mean, you look at Burrow, he's had that uh, wealth since in college. I mean, he had Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase on the same team. That's he goes and throws like seven touchdown passes and <clears throat> the, uh, the championship game with LSU. So, yeah, Burrow's used to having weapons around him, and he definitely ceases, never ceases to amaze with his uh, accuracy. So, But yeah. I, am, I am concerned about the MVP because of his calf injury. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's got me a little nervous too, but I yeah. think from what I'm hearing, he's supposed to be back by week one. I just hope that's actually the case, but even well, if not, I'm not I even think... talking about availability, just about his performance, because that's, you know, he also depends on his like pocket presence and moving around and being able to generate his own throwing lanes too. So, um, yeah. Uh, Jamar Chase plus 1100. And the favorite to win Offensive Player of the Year. I think if you do have Burrow healthy, um, he probably is going to put up numbers similar to Justin Jefferson last year. I think it's hard to, for me to actually make this bet just because I think with so many weapons on Cincinnati, it, there's a lot of balls to go around. for With Justin Jefferson, you know it's all going to him. That's not the case here in Cincinnati with them having so many weapons. But... That's another yeah, one. Yeah, but if he has A.J. McCarron throwing to him, his offensive player of the year odds go up to like plus 25,000. <laughs> yeah, then you definitely <laughs> want to take it. <laughs> um, All right, our hometown Ravens. Hometown Ravens, plus 230 to win the division. Lamar is plus 1,500 to win MVP. And he's got the best weapons he's ever had. He's finally away from Greg Roman. Thank heavens. Dear God, um, I'm so excited. He said he wants to throw for 6,000 this year. That's not going to happen. But I think he could easily have his best year. And that's he's already had MVP once. So, I mean, my only concern is can our offensive pass protection hold up to like keep him healthy so he doesn't get hit in the ankle or in the knee? Because <laughs> everyone yeah. has this narrative that he gets injured a lot because he runs. It's like, no, 
he's actually safer when he runs because he's so much faster than everybody else that he just runs out of bounds because right. RG3, when he was there, was like, hey, don't do what I did. And with his blown out ACL. So you have that, but you also have the fact that now with more weapons and a system that's not run heavy, hopefully he can get the ball out more quickly. He can have quicker routes. He can have better design routes. Todd Munkin made Stetson Bennett, you know, look really much better than he actually is at Georgia. And they had a great offense there, championship caliber. Plus, I've seen Todd Munkin in the pressers and his energy. He just got like a the exact opposite energy that Greg Roman and just so many other things. It was just like a breath of fresh air seeing Todd Munkin walk into the building. And I think that has Lamar's attitude. Yeah, I think soaring. Yeah. So I think he's going to be huge getting that new coordinator in there. I think that's I might, be put, I might put him that to on that MVP plus 1500. I mean, I think he stays healthy and I think good things are going to happen. He has to have some kind of injury luck at some point. Why not this year? Yeah. I mean, Odell Beckham, Zay Flowers, Mark Andrews, Dobbins, we're going to get to him. Hopefully he comes back from his holdout or whatever he's doing. Uh, eventually, yeah. Yeah. And uh, who am I forgetting? Oh, Nelson Aguilar. I know people make fun of him for not being able to catch the ball. Um, but he can have potential upside for us. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll notice I don't have any wide receiver props on this one just because I think – Fair enough. There's – I mean, we have a better team, but I, I don't – the way that we're going to spread it around, in my opinion, I don't think there's anybody – any one person that's going to stand out. Um, but my long shot here is J.K. Dobbins plus 3,500 to lead the league in rushing. He's holding in right now, um, trying to fight for a better contract, which I think he'll eventually get and make the field. Um, so he definitely – he knows that this is – probably his last year in Baltimore if something doesn't get worked out. And even if it does, it might just be a one-year deal. So he's highly motivated to get that money. And um, I think he's a sleeper to get to lead the league in rushing. Yeah, it bums me out how much they didn't – they underutilized him last year because every time he would touch the ball, he, he was averaging like five or six yards a carry, something crazy. Like he was just always – like my wife. He's really good. Yeah, he's really good. My wife, who doesn't even, you know, she loves the Ravens and she likes watching football with me, but she goes, why isn't he in the game more? And if my wife, who doesn't know a whole lot about football, can see that he's getting positive yards for significant chunks of yardage at a time, you would think you'd want to keep him in the game more. So Greg Roman's out there. One of the highest in the league. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, I like I like the Ravens this year, for sure. Yeah, not a lot of individuals. Moving on to the Ravens are a much more team, like centered around Lamar and everybody else, but not a lot of individual bets. But now going into yeah, Cleveland, exactly. we got we got some Nick Chubb heavy stats here. <laughs> Very heavy. <laughs> so I'm all in on Nick Chubb this year, which I'll get to in a second. Cleveland is plus three eighty to win the division, which was plus four twenty five. About two weeks ago, so Cleveland's getting some love from the sports books. Uh, Nick Chubb is plus seventeen hundred to win Offensive Player of the Year. That was two thousand last week. He's plus four fifty to lead the league in rushing, and is the favorite in that category. Plus five 
eighty to lead in rushing touchdowns and plus six hundred to go. That's one of my Wait, one of my favorite five eighty or eight fifty. Plus eight fifty. Sorry. Yeah. So I, I think like he's in for a big year. A lot. I like that plus eight fifty bet a lot. Leading the league. I think that offense touchdowns really good. They they depend on Does us that? so much. Uh, plus eight fifty to lead the league in rushing touchdowns, like. I I really like that bet a lot because a he I know I know that they have Kareem Hunt too but like they rely so much on Nick Chubb to just their his everything in the offense runs through him not the quarterback <laughs> like everything runs through literally runs through him <laughs> so yeah and well Kareem Hunt's gone so I think yeah that's what I'm saying so like that's why I like this bet even more yeah because he's, it's going to depend on him to and the goal line he's so big. Why wouldn't you put him in the goal line? Right. And the thing with these running back bets that kind of cautions me a little bit is there's so many still out there. Dalvin yeah. Cook, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, there's there's others out there that could go to any of these teams and throw things off. But with how good Chubb is, I don't think they really need another big-time back like that. Yeah, that makes sense. But um, one of the bets that I saw that I actually like a lot is – if Nick Chubb goes over 200 rushing in any game, that's plus 600. And I think that's a tough number to reach, but he's gotten, he's hitting 160, 150, 175 multiple times in his career. I don't think with now he's got no Kareem Hunt to worry about. I think he could do that just, just one time. I'll take a chance on that. Yeah. And the fact that Deshaun Watson doesn't have a lot of confidence in himself from all the stuff going on with him. They're going to rely on him. I mean, Sean yeah. Watson was not good last year. Let's let's just be real. He was not good. No. So. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. For defensive player of the year, you got Miles Garrett is plus 750. So, like I said before, this is a sack award most of the time. I think Stephon Gilmore won it a few years ago because he led the league in picks. But most years, this is a sack award, and he's always towards the top of the leaderboard in that category. And now he gets Zadarius Smith. On the other side, taking away some pressure from him, I think it'll free him up to get some more sacks this year. And he's the, like I said, he's the, him and Micah Parsons are the favorites. So I could definitely see Miles getting it this year. Yeah, I, I could too. I think he's he's been up there a number of times. I think the way he plays, I wouldn't be surprised. All right, the Stillers. The Yinzers are plus 450 <laughs> to win the division. Um, Love it. I don't – this isn't a this isn't a division I want to bet. There's, they're all good. Pittsburgh doesn't ever go under 500. Everybody's really good in this division. So player-wise, there's not a whole lot there. I do like Deontay Johnson in fantasy. I think he's going as a wide receiver three right now, maybe the fifth or sixth round. Last year he had no touchdowns, not one. I don't. There's no way that. That's actually surprising. I, yeah. I would not have thought that. He's got nowhere to go but up, at least in touchdowns. And I don't. They have some other weapons, but I do think he's the main one. Yeah. Well, hopefully Kenny Pickett can take a leap, boost some production for some of their uh, for for Deontay. Because yeah, now you got Pickens, and 
Johnson battling yeah, George Pickens. For, yep. Yeah, for the number Pat one. Fryermuth. Oh, Fryermuth. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Pittsburgh's some a sleeper. There. Pittsburgh's yep. always a sleeper. Pittsburgh's always competitive, so. Yeah, and TJ Watt is plus 850 to win Defensive Player of the Year. He's always top three in the voting in this category when he's healthy. Um, he didn't win last year because he – I guess because he wasn't healthy, but that's the he's big always, qualifier. He's, he's never the healthy all for a whole yeah. season. Right. Another thing that kind of shies me away from him a little bit is I tend not to go with um, repeats. And he won it, what was it, two years ago? Which isn't a repeat, but I think some voters get, I guess, there's voter fatigue. They, they want to vote for somebody different unless they're like otherworldly, like. Pat Mahomes most of the time. Yeah, well, when you're comparing anybody to him, it's like, okay, well. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit of a unfair comparison to put someone in the category with him. But, yeah. Right. Which leads to the next division, the AFC West. Ah. You're, you're uh, out of the four, your second um, easiest to, to, to bet on, according to you. Yep. I think, yeah. So Kansas City is minus 165 to win the division. Um, I just think they're they're the class of the division until proven otherwise. I do like the Chargers too, but not enough to have them overtake the Chiefs just yet. Uh, Mahomes is plus 700 and the favorite to win MVP. Like I said, I don't like taking repeats, but he is a Hall of Fame type of guy who could do it. Kelsey is plus 500 to lead in receiving touchdowns. They throw more than any team in all of football in the red zone. And Kelsey is his main guy, so I could easily see that happening. Okay. I mean, Kelsey and his leadership issues, man. We got we to gotta get that fixed. Yeah, he's in What are we doing? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I'm so bizarre. Yeah. Like, honestly, the, what the guy did to him, I'm like, that did not warrant the reaction. He got in response. No, it must have been the summer heat out there, I guess. Getting everybody. <laughs> getting to his head. <laughs> All right. All right. So that's the Chiefs. The Chargers are plus 340 to win the division. And I I liked the Chargers last year to win the division. And I that didn't work out for me. But I'm not taking them this year either. Like I said, no one, I'm not taking anybody in this division until the Chiefs prove that they can't do it. I do like the Chargers, though, and specifically one of my favorite bets is for Justin Herbert at plus 650 to lead the league in passing yards. Seems like every year he's in the top five or so. Last year he was second in the league in passing yards despite being 26 in yards per attempt. Yeah, that's wild. They weren't throwing it far, but somehow he still ended up with – all those passing yards, and now well, they have either, a new. Either that, or they're just throwing so much <laughs> that overcompensates for the lack of attempts. Yeah, and they have a that new yards coordinator. Kellen Moore came in. I think it was from Dallas, and yeah. he's known for having those explosive offenses. So I think if you give some more big plays to Justin Herbert, I think he could take this category. Cool. Quinston Johnson plus two thousand to win offensive player or offensive rookie of the year. This is definitely a long shot because I really don't think anybody's taking this award except for Bijan Robinson. Go um, Horn Frogs! But 
<laughs> but I think all it would take is Keenan Allen or Mike Williams to go down, and Quinton could have a huge year, which that seems to happen pretty frequently for them. Long shot is the Chargers plus 1,600 to get two touchdowns in every game. Um, this is one I'm strongly considering taking as well. I think they will lead the league in scoring this year, which requires touchdowns. So if they can get two in every game, I think that might be an interesting long shot to take too. All right, cool. Let's keep it rolling. All right. Denver is plus 550 to win the division. I'm not taking them at all. Sean Payton plus 900 to win coach of the year. Like I said, I don't expect Denver to do much, so I'm not I'm staying away from both of those. You're Las Vegas. Plus dangerous. Plus, no, not buying it. <laughs> not buying it. Or Peyton throwing uh, the whole coaching staff last year under the bus. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, Las Vegas plus 1,200 to win division. That's not going to happen. Not touching that one. Devontae Adams plus 1,200 to lead in receiving yards is one that could happen, but I don't really trust Jimmy G. Nope. Um, AFC South. Uh, this is my... That's the best analysis. I don't trust Jimmy G. Moving on. <laughs> that's it. That's it for that. Uh, my number one bet of the year is Jacksonville to win their division. Even if it's minus 155, I don't see any of these other teams competing with them. Tennessee, maybe. Now they have Hopkins, but I still don't see it. I just don't like any of the quarterbacks in this division, except for Lawrence, at least for this year. I do like Stroud, but not in his rookie year. Okay. Um, another bet that I have taken is Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence to win MVP at plus 1,500. Um, a long shot I like from Jacksonville is Calvin Ridley, plus 5,000 to lead the league in receiving. He was darn close a few years ago. Um, he took some time off football, but now he's back. And I think having him back just really helps Trevor Lawrence's case even more. Um, Titans, I'm not taking anything on them. Derrick Henry is the Titans the might be one of the most boring teams to watch. I think so, too. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of these teams in this division, except for Jacksonville, Houston, they got – plus 600 to win the division, but people apparently are noticing Houston because this was plus 1,000 a month ago. It's because they have C.J. Stroud, honestly. That's probably why. Everyone loves the big name Ohio State guys, Olave, Garrett Wilson, Stroud. Yeah. What's the other guy's name? Jackson Smith and Jigba. Jason, yep. He's in Seattle. Yep. Um, D'Amico Ryans is a bet that I would consider taking, plus 2,200 to win Coach of the Year. If Houston does surprise, which they not going all in, but they traded away next year's first round pick, so they're trying to win now. Um, and I think if they do well and turn things around, D'Amico is going to get a lot of the credit for that. Uh, and, and then we got the Colts. I don't really like anything here. Uh, Taylor. Taylor is such a Taylor could lead the league in rushing. He was such a disappointment. I drafted him first overall last year. Like, for a lot of people did, and yeah, didn't work out. No, no, I'm, I'm out on this division except for Jacksonville. That's why it's my number one division 
as far as betting this year. I'm most confident in this division, and that Jacksonville will take it. Yeah, in my opinion, the two, the most locks is New England being last in the East and Jacksonville being first in the South. Yeah, and those are the glaring best and worst in the division. So yep. you're gonna go with those at least. I mean, those are minus; they're not plus uh, bets. So those are pretty solid picks to have. Quick summary here: um, out of all the potential, um, I like plus in the North. I like Chubb plus eight fifty to lead the league in rushing touchdowns. I think you're gonna make make. Quite a bit of money because I, I think that's going to happen. Yep. Lamar, I think. I know everyone's going to accuse me of being biased. Whatever. He's out of Roman system. He has the best receivers, receiving core, new scheme. Um, I think he's going to win MVP. Sky's the limit. Yes, yeah, sky's the limit. Um, I actually is this is my one upset special here, but I actually like the Jets to win the division over the bills okay and i just think i can see it i can see it yeah i think honestly it's going to be such a tight race but I, aaron Rodgers, man make and him and having the defense that they have with williams and sauce gardner and then you have the upcoming receiving core um i don't know buffalo's been a bit of a disappointment they they've had all this hype about being Super Bowl favorites every single year, and every time they get to the playoffs, they just they gag. And now it's just harder for them. Exactly. And now there's even I, the, I think I read somewhere, I think it was at NFL.com, that Josh Allen has like the, he's the number one player that has the most pressure on him out of every player to perform. Yeah, I can see that. He's on the Madden cover now too, isn't he? <laughs> there's the Madden curse. <laughs> it's a great way to end it. Um, let's see here. All right. Well, thanks all so much for watching. Be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Put this on Apple and Spotify. Donate to the Patreon account. Thanks again for Paul and his time, taking time out of his day to talk NFL. Him and I go back a ways being friends from our, our my first job at a mortgage company. And we've been friends ever since. So it's been a lot of fun. And it's always a opportunity to, you know, not just talk NFL, but just for us to hang out and catch up. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Hope Appreciate Paul, having me. Yeah, of course. What was your uh, thoughts and experience coming on a podcast? My first ever. Uh, yeah. A little nerve wracking, but I think when you have, I mean, you do your research, you feel a little bit less pressure, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, it's one of those things talking in front of a microphone and talking in front of a camera. But yeah, once you do it for a little bit, you'll get used to it. But uh Tune in next time. Paul's going to be back on. We're going to be giving you NFC. Shocker. You know, we didn't talk about that today, but we're going to talk some NFC futures. Uh, but until next time, like and subscribe and share with your friends and give us a five-star review on all the platforms. Peace.